last time on Join the Party. Our party goes their separate ways and ties up some loose ends. Keeping his promise to Noto Odo, Johnny lectures about the light and the dark working together. In his fervor, he finds his calling as a cleric. Just because this is a, a, a piece of the Undying Light doesn't mean that we all don't have a piece of the Undying Light and the Undying Shadow within us all. Tracy goes to the library with Chad the Human and uncovers more about his past. Turns out that Warforged have been around long enough to be memorialized in nursery rhymes. I, I thought Warforged were just a story. I'm in the Levin flesh, baby. Anara moves to leave in the middle of the night, but not before truly ending it with Representative Brink. She nabs a motorcycle and rides back to Fidopolis with Alonzo in the sidecar. Ha! Got him. Cool, that's totally not what I would have decided anyway. A new arc appears. Listen, item, Pokemon, run. Let's get the party started. Fish, you finished your TED Talk stay at the compound. I like to think that my tenure as just a prophet, really, has been a successful one. I have gotten some people to believe in uh, both the existence of the light and shadow and the need of balancing them. I think some of the goals that Johnny found was finding a more of an inner peace and figuring out his balance with the... Undying Light and Shadow. And, and, and you know what? I think that he was impressed with Alice's interest in it, that he's created a whole tier system of profiteering, we'll call it, just, you know, for profiteering. <laughs> so it's a whole profiteering. I'm amazed that that Oof. isn't the title of a book on false prophet con men. True. That's extraordinarily I, good. I think there is I one think now. I'm writing it right now. It's in the making. <laughs> TM, TM, TM. By Johnny B. Goodlight. So, you know, in PhD. this profit tier... Uh, is head prophet and Alice is associate prophet. Vice prophet. Mm, no, <laughs> no that's she doesn't too, make that's VP. No, she doesn't make VP. It's still VP. Though. It is indeed. Uh, so I think that at the end, everyone is shaking their hand and is saying how much you've affected them. And a lot of them have come over to the undying light. They wear necklaces that have like little light bulbs at the end of it. You know, I have. symbolize. Well, if anything, they have a necklaces similar to my sunstone that I always forget I have. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty similar to that. And they try to they light it themselves using that whole mechanic thing that we've talked about a little bit. Mm. And uh, Noto Odo is like letting you have your last goodbyes. She's like, Johnny, it has been such a pleasure having here for you to light up our life. And everyone goes, ha, 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 And whenever anyone uses the word light, I obviously like do some do light things. Yeah. Johnny, I just want to tell you that for me personally, you have just been. That was. I, for me, I just want to tell you that I've had such an emotional... All right, who's knocking? I'm trying to have an emotional moment with my new spiritual advisor. Uh, one of the people in the crowd. You know what? It's Kevin Vacation. Oh, he dear. stayed. Are we friends? Yeah, Kevin sees you as like a life coach now. And I think you've mended your differences. He's like, ah, oh, dude, there's a bird at the window. Everyone turns around and there's a bombolate at the window <gasps> outside of the greenhouse. 
that it's knocking with its beak. I recognize this bombolate. Yeah, it's one of the bombolates from Fidopolis. A friend. A friend. I offer it a gross sandwich and a glass of sugar water. <laughs> it's good. It's a Someone goes over the window and lets the bombolate in, and in its claws, it's holding a note. And it says, to Jonathan B. Goodlight. Not my name. So I won't read it. That's against the law. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know who this Jonathan is. It's not me. I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset that you got me with that. Well, yes, you were, you choose not to do it. No, There's no, exactly t- one federal crime in this loosely governed state, you know, collection of city states, and it's mail fraud. Of all the laws I choose to pay attention oh, yeah. to, this one and children's literacy are the most important laws. <laughs> Noto's like, you're not going to take the note. I uh, scratch off the Jonathan and write Johnny, and then, <laughs> and then, I, and then I read it. And on the inside, it says, "We need you." This is an emergency, as it were. Tracy, what have you been doing over the last few weeks? I've been trying to follow up on any lead I've been able to find about the Council of Bright or Warforged. Uh, I'm trying to find out more about this children's story book that I have. Occasionally getting a happy hour drink with Chad and then awkwardly having to distance myself from them. Yeah. Because Chad's like, oh, hey, where are you staying? And uh, truthfully, I can say, I don't know. Because every night's a different place. Uh, the lonely life. The lonely do you life. like lay down on park benches? Do you stand next to a tree and just go on sentry mode with like a branch on your head? You could pretend to be a statue. That's true as well. You wake up with like a bunch of dollar bills and a hat and you're like, wow. That is very good. That's interesting. That really puts a spin on the detective down on his luck. Do you have five o'clock shadow? No, I'm a I'm a tree rust, man. Rust, rust. Five only, o'clock rust. It's five only only rust. twice a day. Yeah. Okay, right, so about <laughs> let's say ten days after you found the children's story about the Warforge, where do you think you you are? I think I'm at a university. Okay. Trying to follow up on any historical books I can find. Talk to any professors of history that work there. Just like sitting in the back of classrooms of anything he wants to learn. Like painting 101. Walking by uh, whiteboards and solving the math problems that are there. <laughs> yeah, and just as as he sees some teen, some youths walk by, just yelling, Floof! How you floofing? How's it floofing? Oh, God. It's not working. No. <laughs> it's not working? This is, this is a totally different city slang. So, while Tracy, I guess, is running to another class. He had to start in his homework. <laughs> you've ingratiated, in 10 days, you've ingratiated yourself so much that people are looking for your homework. No, no one knows he had it. He just took a took the homework down and then just turned it in. And they're like, who is Tracy? What is this? Why do I have this paper? <laughs> um, I think as you're running to your next class, you feel a tap on your shoulder. And I turn around and put my hand on my axe. And it's a bombolate. And uh, it's flapping its wings really quickly. And it's trying to, and then it taps you on the shoulder again. <gasps> and I get really excited and I pet them on the head. And uh, in their claw, there's a note for you. And I take the note, and I do I have any sugar water on me? I don't know. I give some water, though. And the bobolate drinks from it, and it says Tracem on it. That's not my name. <laughs> I say out loud to the bobolate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it says Tracy, but it says care of all these different places. Like care of the park, care of this, this shady motel, care of the town square, and it keeps crossing it out, and wherever someone saw this warforge and an ooze following quickly behind him. And on the inside... You open it up and it says, Tracy, 
There's an emergency. We need your help, as it were. Anara, what's it like in Fidopolis without your friends? I am mostly hanging out in the city, uh, not hanging about the castle very much. I went to see Stoneface and had a little uh, stoic heart-to-heart with him. He gave me romantic advice. And then I'm mostly just kind of prowling the city with OK again without her. Keep it to myself. Okay, so outside of Kiko Castle, I think you're just tooling around on the grind machine, like on the driveway, just like doing kick flips and just messing around. And um, you see a rustling from the tree line. I take the grind machine to a halt and kneel down, pretending to get something out of one of the wheels, but I am assessing the situation and trying to see what's coming out of the trees. The sound is getting louder, and you hear, Ow! No! Ow! Leave it! Get out of here! No! No! I take my hand off my dagger, stand up, <laughs> and walk over to the trees. Yeah. And Alonzo is getting bothered by a bombolate that has found him in the tree line. Alonzo, what are you doing? I was trying to sneak up on you because I'm very sneaky. But I won hide and seek. That was yesterday. I wanted a rematch because you were definitely cheating. You can't turn into a ghost. That is not fair. Listen, no one said I couldn't use my special items, okay? I did. I said explicitly. Don't use your special items. So weird. I didn't hear it. I don't I don't know. That's so... I hate it. It's so weird. So this bombolate has two letters in it. Both of them are addressed to Alonzo. One is like very ornate and it's sealed with it's a circle with a big tree in the middle and the other one is just written on a piece of note paper that is also sealed and it has a big n in the wax so alonzo opens up the ornate one oh this is an envoy missive a delegation from chronopolis is coming here that's weird um i mean i think greg was staying in chronopolis but like he doesn't have to formally come and hang out with me like that. We haven't done that since we were dating. That's weird. You think that's weird? Um, I maybe he wants you to get him a surprise. Like a, like an elaborate chocolate and fruit tree. Oh, man. Oh, like a fruit basket? Yeah, but like in the shape of a tree. I'm trying not to say edible arrangements, Eric. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you notice since you've been in Fidopolis and it's taken like two or three days to get back to Vidopolis from Tortopolis. Greg just hasn't been there. Yeah. And Alonzo just assumed like, oh, he went to, he went home and he's been pretty chill about it. All right. I definitely haven't been asking him about it, but I have been a little, I think, nicer to Alonzo than I would otherwise, because it strikes me as, uh, as kind of not strange, but not ideal. And I have a little bit of sympathy for him. Sure. And then Alonzo opens up the other letter and he reads it. And you see his face start to twist up. And he's like, so Greg, um, yeah, Greg went home for a reason. Zo, why do we keep talking in letters? Wasn't the whole point of getting married, doing things together, walking the gardens, buying sweet fruits in the market, and the entire time we just back and forth a constant stream, like the background of rain as we try to sleep through the night. I don't know where you are, and my entire life is frantic. I can't do 
anything. I speak in half sentences and nonsense. I had to repeat myself ten times to get oatmeal for breakfast today. The cooks couldn't understand, you know, hot mush for the morning times. I let you almost get me killed. I let you take this big important role. I let you almost get yourself killed by a whale monster. I let you sling arrows at targets for days. I will not let you play me like a fool. I'm going home. We're taking Regina. Our father's negotiated and let her stand trial on Chronopolis so you don't bust in and cut someone's limbs off. My hand cannot write anymore. You come get me when you're done saving the world. Greg. That's pretty bad, huh? I think we gotta go to Chronopolis, bud. Anara! Anara! Please, I need to speak with you immediately. Anara! I'm not wearing the right shoes to be outside, please. Where are you? I have a question. When you can fly, do you need shoes? It's a formal thing. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'm going to kind of gesture to Alonzo and walk toward the speaker. Bombolate flying ahead of us. Yeah. The speaker is standing outside the castle. She's wearing her casual robes, Ooh. so there are only three layers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Does that include a waistcoat? Yes. Good. Amateur. Waist- Amateur fish. <laughs> <laughs> Alonzo, I... I guess you got you got the, the message. Um, oops. <laughs> that was supposed to come for me. The speaker puts her hand out and like stiffly pats Alonzo on the on the shoulder. Yes, I know. Um, when I have to do diplomatic relationships with people I love, it's very confusing for me. Um, my head cocks the side like, huh? You know, it's always what my mother used to tell me is that. States have to negotiate, and it's more important than whoever you care about. But she continues to use the pat him on the shoulder. Roll for actually a robot. Uh, my face <laughs> matches that emoji with the two eyes and the just perfectly round mouth. And Alonzo says, thank, thank you. I am trying, doing my best. Did we get different, did you also get that same letter? Yes, the people from Chronopolis are coming. They have something to talk to you about. Okay. No, we didn't get the same letter. Oh no. I'm gonna. I gotta go. I'm gonna go to my. Gotta go to my room, and uh, I'm gonna get some snacks. I'll see you. I'll see you later. Alonzo uh, goes inside. As soon as he shuts the castle door behind him, I'm gonna turn to the speaker and say, "We need to make sure that he doesn't sneak out again." Oh, no, I don't think he would do that. We, uh, I'm having people watch him. It's fine. We're, we're fine. <laughs> so good at this. We're not here. <laughs> Just an ephemeral ghostly. <laughs> the bubble bo- 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 like, ha, 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 ha. Why is Alonzo so torn up about uh, the Chronopolis people coming? Thought it would be nice for him to see Greg. I know it's his first time doing diplomatic relationships, but um, I thought he'd be okay. Yeah, what's uh, what's the deal? Why'd Greg go back? 
I mean, no one wants to just stay in the castle by themselves. Why? Did something happen? Uh -huh. Well, alright, well, I guess it'll be fine. Anyway, people from Chronopolis are coming, and I think they need you, and him, and uh, the rest of your um, so-called, as it were, um, scrappy young friends. Where are they? The tall one and the one with the less good robe. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really know where, where they went, went off to. So, like, what's Chronopolis's deal? What are they all about? Oh, you don't, I can tell you. That's perfect. I love history. You know me, distracting authority figures with pedagogy. That's good. Uh, you know what? I can wait. Give me, she looks up in the sky and is observing the angle of the sun. 37 seconds. An R on the speaker, wait there. Give me any moment now. I know it's coming. And Anara counts down in her head, like, okay, five, four, three, two, one. And over the horizon, Joe the Camel starts clomping up with Johnny and Tracy sitting atop the uh, coach from before. John, are we there yet? It's been four Johnny, days. I we have took to pee. a left when we should have Johnny, taken a right. Johnny, and it's your pee. fault that you weren't looking at the map. Johnny! I, I can't. 99 bottles of health potion on the wall. 99 bottles of health potion. Trying to play a game. Last time we tried playing a game, we lost four Johnny! hours. <laughs> there they are, just like I knew they would show. I really don't want to do this again. I don't want to do this either. Next time we take a unicycle. Boys, come here. We have things to deal with. Okay. The Chronopolis people are going to show up in about three days' time. So over the next three days, the speaker tries to give you the lowdown of what their deal is. So it turns out that Chronopolis, as a like a formal city-state, hasn't come into being until th only 300 years ago. A group of druids discovered something amazing. After years of experimentation, these druids were able to turn farmland that was out in the western part of the concentric states that was unsettled, a perfect circle of 50 miles in diameter, into paradise. The crops can be harvested day after day after day, only hours after being planted. Animals just get fatter and fatter, and the air always bears a warm, pleasant smell. It seems like time is literally frozen there, kept in a perfect early autumn afternoon that never ends. So it's kind of a big deal that Alonzo and Greg were going to get married in the first place because Chronopolis was really going to climb in the power rankings. So who you got to sacrifice to get such nice weather? That's a good question. No one is exactly sure. Even the speaker's like, this seems pretty unnatural, but I'm not really sure how they're doing it. In terms of history, I think that you know that there were other city-states that were there before with other opolis names. But I mean, it's kind of like the way that we feel about Prussia. It's just like, oh, that was weird that these are not the same countries that are on our globe now as they were later. So uh, the speaker's like, I don't exactly know why people are coming here, but they should be. Uh, they might have a good reason. And I assume it's to follow up on the whole uh, Gregina thing. Um, why do they want us specifically? Why did we get letters? What are you asking from us? They summoned all of you in the missive that I got from them. Right, so well, I can only assume that having all of you here is important. And also, you still work for the betterment of the concentric state. We got to talk about that later, but okay, we'll see what they want to say. We, like, literally just got back from almost dying a bunch in Tortopolis? Do we even know these people? Do we trust them? Like, what gives, lady? Why are there no bagels? There's I expect bagels. Tracy, you ate three this morning, and you can't even eat. 
How did you not warn us that we were going to be taken against our will into a weird game of, of things? I don't know everything. I do think you were all very good on the Bachelorette tournament. I was rooting for Johnny. I won $10 in my pool. You bet on our... Okay. Or you have to talk. So are we splitting that winning three ways or... Yeah, when we're getting any sort of payment from you. Ah. Woof. Oh, look at... And she looks over the sky. Oh, look at the time. The Chronopolis people should be here any moment. Uh, Yeah, the speaker... After you badgered her a bunch, she gives you very hefty bags that have 300 gold pieces each. Wow. Oh, yay. I mean, 500 gold pieces each. Slightly better. Oh, I feel so compensated. I would like a deed to at least 10 acres of land on a hillside with a stream or river nearby. I want a motorcycle. I want a boat. And Captain Alex's private number. Listen, listen, listen. The speaker's just like, all right, fine. Yes, fine. Just take it. Please, just take it. Deed to private abode. Boat. I need tip top. If they wouldn't be coming here unless they knew something was going on and they had a good reason. I need sidecars as well. Two. You could have two sidecars. My, my, my boat's called the downtown world. I want it to be a full ranch now. It's very large. No, we already signed the deed. Jonathan, please. Rancho Idilo. It's uh, a ranch. Call it whatever you want. Goggles and a scarf? I do not. D- bring your own. No, it's BYO <laughs> scarf. I'm sorry. You're absolutely invited. I to am our running first out barbecue. of things that I can promise people. Excuse me. Can I have the entire fourth floor of the castle? No, <laughs> no. This is. I don't. It's too eat. late. I'm this is not it. mine. Can I have a herd of bombolates? A flock? A murder? Whatever they're called, huh? I, I do not own those. Please talk to Stoneface. I'm sorry. Could I have an evening alone with you? To <laughs> <laughs> so braid each other's hair and talk about studies. It's a dinner. I invite you to a dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I am emotionally unavailable at the moment. You're I'm always sorry. emotionally unavailable. Please, for there me. you go. Please, please. Can please, I meet your boss? Please. <laughs> Sometime between now and whenever they show up, I want to go to the library in the castle. And I haven't met Ella, the librarian, yet. But I'm going to ask her or whoever is staffing the desk for a latest copy of the Chronopolis Gazette or whatever their newspaper is. I want to just see what's going on, what they're thinking about, what's happening in Chronopolis. Also, could I, like, hang out with Huey, Dewey, and Louie? (laughs) Sure. Since I haven't seen them. Tammy and Taylor are so grown. Tammy and Taylor are braces now. It's cute. Uh, you walk up to the library, and uh, you ring the bell at the front desk, and you hear, Ooh. Uh, hello? Hello? Ooh, I'm a ghost in the library. Um, okay, I just, I want to I wanna learn and read and stuff, so I just, I thought I'd come here. Ella the gnome comes out, and she's like, You are a lot harder to scare than your other friend. Inara is going to lean her elbow on the front desk and coquettishly move one shoulder toward her chin. How can, how can I help you? Um, so and I'm going to like toss my hair a little bit so it flops again over my ear. I, uh, I really wanted to just, uh, you know, brush up on current events, just be, be up to date in the world, be a true like global citizen. And um, I was wondering, do you have any newspapers from Chronopolis, please? Uh, yeah, sure. No problem. She tries to coquettishly flirt back, but it's really she just like 
smashes her own face with her shoulder. Anara <laughs> is going to laugh and then kind of drop her shoulder to normal posture and be like, "Hey, yo, what's up? I'm Anara." Nice. Um, yeah, she uh, grabs a um, copy of it's the Chronopolis Sun Times. It's also like in that weird plastic that like all the magazines oh. in your library is encased in. I thought it was going to come like on a stick, like a towel holder. You know, in the library they have <laughs> yeah, those like yeah, 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 it's yeah. awesome. It's both on a stick and covered in plastic. Uh, James spills things on my newspapers all the time, and I would really like it if no one did that. Don't worry, man. I'll, I'll take good care of it. So on the front page, it says, Chronopolis Seasonal Affective Disorder. And uh, there's like three photos stacked on top of each other of the landscape of Chronopolis. And the first one is that nice fall scene that the speaker was describing to you. The next one, it's like, Everything is in spring bloom. Like, there's flowers everywhere, and everything's, like, green. And then below it is winter. And the captain says, all these photos were taken on the same day in Chronopolis. Hey, it's Eric. Have you ever been so unbearably hot? like sweating through your shirts and shorts hot, and you're in public so you have no real respite from the heat, there's no pool to cannonball into. But on the horizon, you see a target pumping its AC on full blast. You walk inside and are hit by chilly air, finally feeling like a human again. Welcome to the mid-roll. It's 50% off of Tupperware. Holy beans, we have gotten so many more patrons on our Patreon. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Lucas, Brianna, A Tiny Dino, Danny, Dana, Trisha, Madison, Mickey, Andrew, Peter, Abigail, Nikita, Adriana, Lauren, Mortar, Zach, Quinn, David, Val, Rebecca, Tim, Justin, Daria, Beer Exchange, Dylan, Arrow, Danae, Chris, Alexander Danner, Amara, and Marielle. We have sailed right on past 200 patrons, and we are constantly floored by how kind and awesome y'all are. If you're not part of the party, get on in here at patreon.com slash join the party pod. Our sponsor for this episode is RNW, an independent designer based in the UK, making all sorts of cute and useful things for 5th edition D&D. They sell character sheets, item cards, game master's tools, world building kits, everything you need to get your game off to an organized start. And can we say that everything is so stylized and so beautiful and so amazing? I actually found R&W on Tumblr when I first started getting into D&D, and all I wanted was to get their character sheets. And now, I can. I don't even have to wait for the mail because everything is digital and downloadable, so you can easily print and go from your home. Now, the standard character sheets are sleek and customizable, but you can kick it up a notch with your class-specific sheets. These ones are perfect for beginners because they're optimized for whatever class you choose, so you can remember all of your rages. Tracy! You can buy full sets of all of the products or pick and choose individual downloads to suit the kit that you need to play your games. Our Join the Party guarantee is that we give you a discount for whatever we plug, so you can use the code JOINTHEPARTY, all one word, for 10% off through September 15th, 2018. That is 10 whole percent off. Buy all of the extra character sheets you need. You deserve it. 
That is R&W. You can find them online at r-n-w.net. And remember to use our promo code, join the party for 10% off. We are also sponsored by 20-Sided Store in Brooklyn, New York. Our local game store has our entire 20-Sided Hearts, but we are so excited for the new swath of RPG manuals that they have in stock. Pick up a guide and learn a new game to broaden your gaming horizons. We're loving Dread, which uses a Jenga tower as its game mechanic, and Blades in the Dark, which revolves around planning and committing heists. Do a heist! Be gay! Do crimes! Use the code JOINTHEPARTY in-store or online and save 20% off. That code again is JOINTHEPARTY. Check them out at 20forwardsidedstore.com or in person in Brooklyn, New York. And finally, Multitude, our audio collective of awesome people, has put together a survey to learn more about all of our listeners. Click on over to jointhepartypod.com slash survey or check out our social media feeds and lend us just five minutes of your time. If you love us, spirits, potterless, waystation, or horse, we want to hear from you. And if you need any more motivation, you'll be entered to win a dope sticker pack if you do the survey. Everyone loves stickers! So, one more time, join the partypod.com slash survey, do the survey, get stickers. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey, guess what, team? What? What? Huh? What is it? Chicken butt? What? What are we doing? Okay. You're level eight! Hey! hey! You've gained two levels from the Bachelorette Tournament. So what happens to all of you at level eight? Uh, let's start with Anara. So I gained some hit points and ability score improvement, and I also gained the ability of evasion. So whenever I have to make a dex saving throw, where like normally if I make the dex saving throw, then I take half damage. Now, instead, I get no damage at all if I succeed on that roll. But if I fail the roll, I only get half damage instead of full damage. You were so good at avoiding things, and your dexterity is wicked high now. Brandon, what happened to your character? Woo! I am now level three in Artificer, which means I got a couple things. The biggest thing I get is magic. So I have the spells Alarm, Sanctuary, and Cure Wounds. You so can, now we have you a can healer. cure wounds? Yeah. Oh my god. In addition to my previous rituals, which were Mending, Identify, and Detect Magic. And I also get this thing called Thundermonger, which as an action- Thunder! If a thunder, lightning and a thunder. I get a special attack with my cannon that can deal an extra 1d6 thunder damage on a hit. Oh, dang. I hope that you roll well enough to use that. Yeah, me too. And then I also started building things. Which you didn't lead with that? <laughs> we will see what I built in the game. Ooh. Hey, hey, Eric. Yeah. Guess what happened with me? I don't know, Fish. Have you done anything interesting over the last few weeks? So I character? feel like Johnny chose his time as a prophet to uh, multi-class into cleric. Whoa. Into specifically the cleric in the light domain. I know. Shocking that Johnny would pick the light domain. It's I am. character. It's, I know. So surprised. Frankly disappointing. It's, it's ridiculous. I, let, I think you know a person and then- Then they just go uh, change on you. Warlocks are fine, but I want more spells, which is something that being a cleric does give me, is I have a ton more spells. What do you have? Well, I have fairy fire as a level one spell. I also got more cantrips because everyone needs more cantrips. 
I went for two that are just going to be helpful, Guidance and Resistance. Mm -hmm. I also got Friends, which is a fun spell because oh. they- You got Friends. Congratulations. I, I got it's friends. a fun 90 sitcom. But there's more because obviously I'm a cleric in the light domain, which means more health for me, more spell slots, more everything in that, blah, 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 blah. I also get two cool things. Warding Flare lets me impose disadvantage whenever I want. I get a certain number plus one per rest. And then Radiance of the Dawn, once per rest, I dispel darkness and do radiant damage to hostiles, and it's a lot of damage. So get ready for just like... I'm scared of Johnny now. Johnny does a lot of damage. How much health do you have? I have now 70 health. <laughs> wow, I'm only at 81. 56. Three days later, when the Chronopolis delegation is supposed to show up, the speaker has pulled all of you to the front of the lawn. Johnny and Tracy, you notice that Alonzo is not there. Actually, you haven't seen Alonzo your entire time in Kiko Castle. Oh. We weren't particularly looking for him, though. I figured, but I figured I should let you know. Oh. Ah. Excellent. Oh, nice. <laughs> so the speaker says, uh, okay, um... You know, this usually isn't the delegation that I'm working with, but we are receiving a other political party to come here. So I want everyone to be on their best behavior and just act properly and accordingly. And we're going to get put our best feet forward. You are representative of Concentra and stewards of the concentric states. And we're all here to do our good things together. How does that sound? Do we do anything else usually? No, but this is this is. I feel like we're always the most proper people in a room, right? In our pops uh, bubblegum bubble in front of the speaker's face. I don't mean to say that you were wrong there, but I, these days, am representing a religion. But I'm glad to be here as your religious advisor. Oh, no. Johnny is oh. wearing his, uh, he has a new overall outfit. It's, it's, it's he's wearing overalls. Nope. Floral jumpsuit. Nope. 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 Floral jumpsuit. Floral jumpsuit. Floral jumpsuit. Johnny is wearing his fancy version of his new prophet outfit. The new prophet outfit includes a very fancy sun hat that includes a lot of religious iconography, basically his doodles. Um, <laughs> So that's the sun hat. The robe is a nice fancy version of one of his robes. Underneath is a pair of overalls, because I really like that idea. All full of flowers and light and darkness. It seems to be moving, trying to form a balance within the entire outfit, one oh. might say. Uh, socks and sandals. One sock is white, one sock is black. Okay. And uh, the sandals are uh, regular. I like it. Johnny, I'm not even going to bring up the fact that you are the prophet of a different religion, and I am literally birthed from the gods of a separate religion. We're not even going to get into this. That's how important today needs to go, okay? You need and a while, vacation. While the speaker is putting her hands, her face in her hands, you feel a rumble underneath your feet, and it's like it is permeating the space, and it's heading right towards you. You look down the hill, and there are ten people astride massive motorcycles that are tearing up the hill of Kiko Castle. All ten do a sick power slide, just like right into the grass, and she's like, oh no. And the driver in the middle takes off their helmet. You see the face of a full-sized parrot 
with red, blue, and yellow plumage sticking directly up because they have helmet hair. And Nara's mouth falls open. The first thing the rider says as he climbs off of his massive Harley Davidson motorcycle is, Where the hell is Alonzo? I'm going to kick that dude's ass. Um, very rude. You're in a new area. Could say hello first. We brought some bagels for you. We're all men of peace, so how about you calm the heck down? I'm sorry. This is just a thing that I want to do with my life, is that when someone breaks up with my best friend, I'm going to go kick his ass. What do you mean broke up with? I'm sorry. I heard from my best friend, Greg. You might know him. Prince of Cradopolis, all around good guy. We've hung out. We've been best friends since we were kids. I was a little bird guy. He was a little man guy. And I'm going to kick his ex-husband, boyfriends, whatever you want to call his ass. I'm going to take him. Ex-husband? They're not exes. You're like, okay, all right, okay, all right. I came a little hot. I came a little hot here. You think? Just a little bit. Um, I just have strong feelings about Alonzo. (laughs) Don't we all? Hi, I'm Johnny B. Goodluck. Hello, (laughs) what is going on, my dude? My name is Bridge. And I am here on behalf of Chronopolis because we are having a problem, and only one of which is that punk face Alonzo. Listen, if you want to talk swap stories about that punk face, you know you can talk to me. I will. He has a punk face. Hey, listen, we can talk hours about this, but how about we go here? Let's meet the rest of the gang. Uh, This is uh, Tracy, Nara, and you know the speaker. She the best. Tracy, nice to see you. What's up? He's shorter than you are, so he, like, flaps his wings to, like, get up to your level and get face level with you. Hello. Yo. Yo. And, uh... How's it hanging? Uh, pretty good. It's chill. Got a nice, um, got a nice sounds bike. Sounds super chill, yeah. Uh, you know what? I like your bike. Uh, thank you. I like your bike. It's nice. vintage. Yeah. It's nice. Thank you. Uh, speaker, hello. Uh, it is nice to see you. I was not anticipating you being here, uh, during our distress call, but I guess... I don't anticipate a lot of things ahead of me in the future. Yeah, like a driveway you could have taken, or uh, we're off-road motorcycles. This guy, this guy, with the he's jokes just full here. of jokes. He's you know, this so guy. good at jokes. And the speaker says, "Oh, Bridge, it's nice to see you. I was anticipating more of a formal delegation of people, as we usually do, together." when we interact with each other, but tearing up the Capitol building of a separate <sighs> city-state is fine as well. Okay. All right. I'm going to kind of exchange glances with Johnny. But of course, the Kiko family welcomes you regardless of, you know, your mode of transportation. In fact, I'm sure we have some uh, food Snacks. and more drinks inside. Let's go take a, let's go all uh, hang ten, as the kids say, into the uh, conference room. Dads, am I right? And I'm gonna kind of push Johnny ahead of us toward the castle. Ah, <laughs> dads, nice. All right, dad swipe. Dad swipe. It's Johnny walking across the street. <laughs> yeah, Bridge is. Uh, sitting at the conference room and the 10 other people he brought with them are also just kind of like lounging around and are just like sitting around. They're still clad like in their leather jackets they were wearing on top of their motorcycles. What are they like? What's their vibe? Do they all keep their helmets on so they become unidentifiable? What kind of shoes are they wearing? That's kind of dope. Yeah. <laughs> so they all have their helmets on. They're all wearing leather jackets and like big black boots. And then there's Bridge just with his bright hair. 
and the feathers it turns out is not helmet hair their feathers just literally stick up directly directly oh yeah like it's a awesome. mohawk Very yeah cool it's awesome but i think that since bridge is no longer like really angry at the moment they're all just like kind of hanging out and chilling we're swapping Alonzo stories. We're just trying to break the ice. And, yeah. and, and we are definitely cool. eating those formal hors d'oeuvres that the speaker put out. Yeah, what do we got? What, what would you like to be there? Salmon Cristini. Okay, there's some salmon Cristini. Definitely like want that. some shrimps. Scramps? The scrimps yep. are there. Apple cider donuts. Want sure. Some tiny little tarts, little fruit tarts. There you go. Can we get a variety of dips? Sure. Ooh. With crudités. Too. Spinach Ooh. dip Crudites and French onion wazoo. dip. All those stuff. Bridge is taking the crostinis and dipping it in the dips, God. untraditionally. God. Like, man, you you got it. You next level stuff. Dips are not just for dipping can you traditional just, things. Can you, I yes. am <laughs> I'm cleaning the dips every time that Bridge does that. That's good. Uh, with prestidigitation, I'm cleaning nice. the dips. Cool. All right. Sanitizing. So the last time I saw Alonzo, that he came to Chronopolis, he brought. I can you please get this. He brought five different types of formal shoes and no other shoes. Nice. What? Just like Sounds spats. Like, boy. Sounds that's like, boy. like that's it. I just can't believe it. I know. And he brought he did bring one pair of sneakers, but he didn't wear them because he said he didn't want to get them dirty. Like who is this guy? Ah, classic Alonzo. Who's this guy? Oh, uh, that sounds like every story we have with him. <laughs> Yo, whoa, 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 wait. Say that again? That sounds like every story we have of hanging out with him. Yo, I recognize you three. You were on the Bachelorette tournament. God. Oh, great. Yeah. No? Not, I thought. How do you feel about children's literacy? I feel great about them. I That's think children what? should read. And Nara puts six shrimp in her mouth. Uh, the speaker is just like sitting up at the front of the table. I feel like I've taken control of the situation. Yeah, the speaker is like, just sitting there. Yeah, the speaker is sitting there like, I, I can't. This is all so not protocol. Who's really good though? Good job on that. Delicious. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. None's gonna go to waste. Don't worry. Bridge stands up and pushes uh, his chair back. He's like, "All right, here's what's going on. Officially, this is official. Word, speaker, writing it down. Okay, got it. I brought my own stenographer. No, I didn't, but that would be cool. Okay, here's what's going on. The weather in Chronopolis is changing." And the 10 people behind Bridge are all just kind of like, they all sound bothered. <laughs> like if there was a caption at the bottom, it was like, group sounds bothered. Actuated. Bridge, are you saying that the weather outside is frightful? I am. Hmm. The shrimp is so delightful. Okay, I don't know if you, you I guess you don't understand because you've never been to uh, my neck of the woods. But the weather in Chronopolis is never supposed to change. Ever. Like, it has been exactly the same for 300 years. Uh, speaker, I will admit to the fact that we need help, and please come and help us. Do you guys have uh, the proper clothing for cold weather and stuff? No. Why would we need that? It's always, it, it, it's terrible. Is it is why you so bad. So it's just a humanitarian jackets? mission. We can make you all the nicest jackets. Well, Trust me, you join the Undying Light, and uh, you'll get uh, well, jumpsuits. Bruh, here's the thing. Yo. And he turns to the speaker and says, can I tell them how? And the speaker says, yes, they're cleared for all important information. They can know. If it seems like it's this bad, they need to know. Hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. 
the original druids who formed the city, they figured out how to keep the original circle that keeps the, the crops and the farms and all that stuff going. Um, so the way that they did it, they found uh, an artifact that would help them do that. And it turns out that that artifact had... I mean, it's, it's not a big deal. Like, it's fine. I We can deal with it. Like, it's fine. But um, it turns out that that artifact had a literal piece of a god in it. And which, now... Which piece? Any piece. <laughs> Joke bot. <laughs> which god? Zeul. Ruler of the underworld. Turns out also ruler of time we figured out later and he's not happy about part of him being locked in uh, a thing for this long and he is unhappy about that and yeah yeah so if I am understanding correctly yeah do we have to punch a god Kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of, okay, maybe. Um, I might be on the sidelines for this particular I one. have a head cold. What's uh, the object? Well, okay, it's it's a compass, actually. Um, there's a, there's uh, this idea, this legend, that it's like a, it's a key that leads you through any maze or a labyrinth, labyrinth of time. So they call this the compass, they call it the key to time. It's an extended metaphor. I mean, I didn't. So, that's I didn't pretty literal it. to me. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Well, the thing is, you might not have to punch the god as it is. He's kind of he's kind of messing with our city a lot, and there's like a lot of stuff happening. Just, so to clarify, yeah, you've angered one of the Trinity. You've we, angered. Okay, you've okay. angered one of the. I'll Trinity. put. A, I'm going to put a pin in that. I mean, maybe you personally didn't, but over 300 years, uh, the people living uh, in your area has, mm. has angered, have angered yeah. uh, the, the, maybe a member of the somehow, Trinity. somehow, I guess, yeah. Not only one of, but the one that, I don't know, rules the underworld yeah. and death. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And um, have you thought about giving the artifact back? There's nowhere to give it. Exactly. Did I mean, I'm not. Up in the air, or like. Well, I'm not a. Bury it. Bury it's a good idea. Throw it in the ocean. Put ocean. it in a temple. Are there Send temples to, 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 to the Trinity? Space. I'm not a She's Trinity. got it. Space. Have you What's, tried space? What? I I don't want to say that we angered him. I we don't actually know why he this part of it, it was fine for like 300 years. Like it wasn't us. The point is, is that we need your help to do the thing. And these are all great, great points that you can bring up to the compass. And maybe you can talk to that, talk to him, talk to it for us. That would be nice. Talk to a compass? Yeah. Well, the, the god inside of the, the piece of the god inside of the compass. You guys can't? They, they don't want to talk to it. They don't want to talk to us. Just like moody? Are they like in the room? No. He, no, I don't want to like. Did you talk about it behind its back? No. I don't want to bring up a thing, there. but I have a whole other religion, and it might be awkward. No, you would be great. I mean, you would be great to talk to them. I think you should do it. You I'm would a, be, like you a mediator. I do a yeah, you can mediate between sure, the gods. Sure, or it'll smite me. I mean, it's only a piece of... 
him. So just a small smite. Just a little I mean, he controls all of, like, time. Maybe you do a thing with that. Yeah. Uh, at this point, the speaker stands up and says, Bridge, is this, it took you this long to bring this to me? I, I'm literally the, the thing, the person that is supposed to be the in-between between the higher-ups and the people on the ground, and you're taking this long? How long has this been going on? And Bridge... 300 years, says, right? I mean... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, were you not listening? 300, come on, Speaker. Are you, you're not a good listener, are you, Speaker? Ah, <laughs> joke bot, joke bot. Joke bot. The Speaker is looking at you, <laughs> and her eyes are getting bright, bright purple. And she says, I knew this was happening, but I didn't think that there would be a problem here. When, how long has this, has this weather problem been going on? And the bridge says, you know... We've been busy in Chronopolis, and um, I mean, it was fine for a while, but I think, like, it started breaking apart, like, two months ago. And the speaker says, two months ago? Okay, all right, we're going, we're going, we're going to Chronopolis. We? You, Us? me, what? me, and you three, we're going back with them, and we're going to fix this. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. Tracy looks at his pocket watch. And Giant looks at his pocket watch and then tosses it to Inara, so... I will also look at Johnny's pocket watch and I'll show it to OK for good measure. And Ooh, she goes, yeah. Look at the time. We're all going because we're going to save this entire blasted country from a god because we're here to do the right thing. At that point, <laughs> the speaker's eyes go bright purple, and ethereal lasers, wings lasers, lasers, lasers. and ethereal wings burst from her back, and she flaps to the top of the room, and her voice echoes from both outside and inside of you, and she says, "You are all coming with me right now." We'll discuss payment later. And um, <laughs> Bridge has all ten of his friends uh, just like lead single file out of the room. He's like, oh, "We're going. We're let's come on. We don't need. Let's go. See you outside. All right. See ya. See you later. Okay. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. See ya. Goodbye. See ya." Excuse me. I have to go to the bathroom. Uh, so Inara is going to grab the shrimp platter uh, with OK trailing behind her and uh, run out the door and up the staircase, down the hall, up a second staircase to where she knows Alonzo's quarters to be. Okay. And I'm going to knock on Alonzo's chamber door. Okay. Give shrimp in your hands as you knock. Oh, I sure do. Cool. Yeah. No, I have, the, I have a full platter. Ugh. It's like a half full platter of shrimp. Okay. And then you hear a whomp. And he says, come in. And above the door... You see there's an arrow sticking out of the door frame. Alonzo's room is like if you were in high school, but like your room was like 10 times the size of what it was in any anyone's room. Alonzo has like a four post bed and like it's canopied and everything, but it's just like huge and it's very messy. Yeah, they're like clothes strewn everywhere. Yeah, and, uh, there's just like there's a pile uh, on a chair. Just like this <laughs> like all of his doublets. His whole closet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Lonzo, something something really serious going on downstairs. Kind of weird. Motorcycles, lots of guys, scary, like red, like feather hair said his name. Mm -hmm. uh, 
tunnel. No, uh, r- no, uh, bridge. Oh, I brought you shrimp. And uh, I'm going to put the shrimp down on his bed. On a platter, to be sure. clear. Not loose on the bed. Sheets, not a <laughs> Squish. 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 Uh, yeah, so I think the speaker is taking us to Chronopolis, like, now. And okay. she didn't want to bring you, but uh-huh. I figured you probably want to get dressed and come with us, like, right now. Alonzo puts a hand out, grabs a handful of shrimp. Squish. And puts it in his mouth. Squish. What kind of shrimp are you eating that it goes squish? <laughs> Squishy ones? You. You can eat better. You all eat better shrimp. And he chews it slowly. Squish. Squish. <laughs> and swallows and says, squish. squish. Okay, have fun. Tell Bridget to say hi, I guess. Lonzo, you need to come with me right now. Why? Because Greg is there. He asked you to come, and it's time for you to do that. You guys, no, you do it. I'm fine. You're good. I make eye contact with Oatcake, and she jumps up onto the bed and sits on Alonso's chest. No, Oatcake. I need that chest for things. And then licks his full face. No, Oatcake. No, I'm not going. I'm going to put my hand right next to the bed. Okay. And lean over him and say, I just lost love for you, man, and I'm not going to let you do that to yourself. We're going right now. Okay. All right. I'm getting my clothes on. And Alonzo doesn't move. Okay. Grabs the hem of his tunic and starts pulling him toward the side of the bed. Okay. Johnny and Tracy. While uh, the speaker is still floating and angry, she said, where where did an R go? Uh... You see the speaker put her hands together and concentrate very deeply. And you hear poof, and then you hear hoofsteps clattering about 50 feet to the right. You know what? I will find her on my own. Anora, as you're backing out of the door, you feel hot breath behind you. And you look up because there is a unicorn standing above you. I've ascended to queer heaven. (laughs) And uh, the unicorn speaks with the same voice uh, that the speaker does. Don't worry. I'll keep this unicorn to watch over him. I'm going to look back at Alonzo and hope that wanting to screw over the speaker motivates him to get his butt going. He lays there. All right, cool. I'll see you later. What's your name, unicorn? And the unicorn says, I don't have a name. Okay. Um, I'm going to call you Scramps. Scramps is okay. Call it whatever you want. It's fine. Scrimps, fine. And downstairs, the speaker says, can we go? Please, can we go? Can we go? I'm ready. Great, one. I'll go pack up my bike. Johnny? You know, he can't become more responsible if you don't give him the opportunity and the guidance. Right now, you just let him do what he wants. Of course, he's not going to become responsible. I heard that you charmed him. To get him to do what you wanted. Well, that is not responsible at all. That is an extreme, but it's far better to try to balance out the extreme of letting him do whatever he wants than my point has been made. Are you coming? (sighs) Let me talk to Huey, Dewey, and Louie to take care of my rancho idealo. Yes, I'm coming. (laughs) Okay. Two. 
I'm going to put down the platter of shrimp, uh, which okay, looks at longingly from my feet, and put my hands on my hips and look at Alonso. As this platter of shrimp turns to mold and starts to stink and makes your bedroom smell worse and worse and worse, I want you to think about what we could be doing and what I'm going to be doing for you. And if you decide you want to join us, you know where we'll be. I'm going to turn to go and grab the nearest article of clothing to me. Okay. Snatch it up as I walk out. Yeah. It's a pajama shirt. It's uh, purple with gold piping. And it is like, very like soft. It's a formal pajama shirt. It's a formal pajama oh, shirt, cool. yeah. Like you assume that there is a That's pants. That's who wears those. There's a pants and a nightcap that match directly with that. <laughs> is it monogrammed with Alonzo's name? Yeah. Oh, just initials. With like the, for some reason, the, okay, yeah. the last initial in the middle really big. I'll swing by my room on the way back down and uh, grab my pack, which at this point I just keep ready to go. <sighs> and Inara is three. Okay. Finally, the speaker starts to calm down and she comes out of her god super saiyan form. Her wings come back and her eyes are, are back to the cloudy white as they have always been. Okay. Everyone, get on a hog. Is that what they say? Is that what we call them? Hogs? Um, I have a camel. I got a bike. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'll hop on the. I'll hop on. I'll get on somebody's hog. Whatever. It's fine. Whichever. Anti dibs. You know, if she gets on to Joe, I'm just talking to her the entire time. She probably realizes that a second too late, but's too proud to switch. I yeah, I think so too. Yeah, she gets on the back of of Joe with you. You know, you and I, we should talk about religion. And about meditation. One of the things about finding balance is meditation. Yeah, you together. guys are going to talk about theology for like three well, days. Well, actually, as I'm the just episode tra- fades to black, we have just a pinhole on the speaker's face as it falls further and further into despair, and then narrows Looney Tune style, and then poops. And then she says, it's a living, and it closes. Uh, Bridge says, all right, we're all ready to go. Let's ride. And everyone revs up their, mo- their machines, and it starts to peel away, and they wind their way down the long driveway of Kiko Castle. The speaker turns to all of you and says, I wouldn't be going unless I knew that we had to do something. Listen, there's a lot of work to be done, but it's our duty to do it. This arc is called Labor Party. Join the Party is brought to you by Brandon Grugel, Amanda McLaughlin, Michael Fache, and me, Eric Silver. I am your host and game master. Brandon edits, mixes, and scores the show. Amanda manages our community and our digital life. And Michael archives, manual checks, and cartographs our world. Special thanks to our creative consultants, Connor McLaughlin, Julia Shafini, and Hetty Hunt. The party doesn't stop here. The day after every episode comes out, we publish the after party where we sit down to discuss what just happened and learn what could have happened. Send us your questions anytime. Join our community online by following at JoinThePartyPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We've also got every episode up on our website, jointhepartypod.com. 
And you can email us questions or stories anytime at hello at jointhepartypod.com. If you're enjoying this ride as much as we are, help the show out by subscribing to us in iTunes and leaving a quick rating. For even more Join the Party goodness, check out our Patreon. Just a few dollars will get you access to drawings, character backstories, bloopers, and so much more at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. We'll see you in two weeks. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.